Got a little ATM cautionary tale here, and this is not like, you know, being robbed when you, your cash comes out. You know that- <laughs> This um, is something different. And I don't know, I didn't Snopes this one or not, but you know how, have you ever seen it that said if you're being robbed while you're using your card, you, you put your pin in backwards? I've seen that. And it- what does it, it do? It alerts something. It locks down the machine or something? Uh, I think I you know. should probably Snopes that. Uh, yeah. I can tell you, I wouldn't be able to, rem- to think of it backwards if that were happening to me. <laughs> There's no way. Yeah. Okay, so the other day, it was one of those days where I had 10 minutes to get this done. Phoebe ne- was going somewhere with friends, and she needed some cash. And I'm running to the ATM, and I'm, traffic's nuts, and da-da-da, and you're not thinking. And I pull up. My window's rolled down, and I slip the card in. I'm going to be quick and efficient, right? Mm. What I didn't notice, when I put my card in, and it sucked it in. And then I look at the screen, which is the wrong order to do things. I looked at the screen, and it was the big cir- blue circle. It was rebooting or something. <laughs> so, Wait, you stuck your card in the machine, and it without, rebooted the machine? No, no, no. The machine was already acting wonky. I just ah. did not realize that until I had already given it my card. I mean, you put a card in that little thing, it's going to suck it in no matter what. So did you Apparently. lose your card? I lost my you-know-what and my card. So I'm sitting there, and it's like, oh, it's rebooting. And at the bottom, there's a bar that's slowly you know, going from left to right, showing all the different Just like things. a real computer. It's right, <laughs> how long it's going to be. And people behind me are arms up like, what are you doing, chick? So I'm like, what do I do? And it finally gets to the end of the reboot, and it's trying to come back. It gets stuck. But apparently there's a no card, card in the way. I pushed every button, no card. So I park. It's still not 5 p.m., so I walk into the bank, which is something I haven't done in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. I, walked I think in, I've actually forgotten how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I walked into the bank. The line was so long, I knew I would never be able to get it all you know, resolved, card back, and cash. So I decide to leave. I'm walking out. All the cars have dispersed away from the ATM machine, and there's a, a repairman there. he's opened it up he's there to fix it i'm like oh my gosh what do i need to do to get my card back he goes you think you were the last one i said i do i know i was the last one he goes what's your name and i told him he handed me my card nice from the machine always look though before you put the card in be sure you uh, like our Facebook page today because you'll get a notification when Jody does Facebook Live, which will be happening later today. Later by today, the way. that's the plan. Um, as long as my phone doesn't. Remember that time I did one and it was fuzzy the whole time? That was stupid. Pixelated, yeah. Yeah. You clean the uh, camera? Yes, Sam. I think it was a Wi-Fi problem. It was a Wi-Fi mm-hmm. problem, not a dirt problem. I know what you're saying, Murphy. Wink, wink. <laughs> All well, right. Listen. What's funny is everybody's probably used to that now because right. everybody's doing Zoom, Skype, and everything right. where, where people foot up. Like that, you exactly. know. Exactly. So, joy, uh, dude, day. Okay. So, I mailed out some of Taylor's, um, our Senior 2020 announcements last week, family. And this week, I'm sending out friend ones. So, Sam, yeah. be checking your mailbox. Ah. Now. Um, you're, yes, you're included in the friends group, yay. Sam. I didn't make the family cut, huh? <laughs> Is that what you're working for? Anyway, um, something that's real, I realized because she already got, my grandfather sent a graduation gift to her via my mother over the weekend. Oh, cool. She got her first graduation present, and that was money from Papa. He sent a check. Nice. A big check, actually. It's like, she was like, what What did he do this for? And it was, it was exciting for her, and I realized in that moment, there's another part of this. You know, I believe I'm a believer in the handwritten thank you note. I really mm-hmm. am. There's nothing like it, and you have to do it. You, and this is the perfect time. 
for her to do that. So I have some thank you cards. They're just blank on the inside. And they say thank you on the outside. I'm going to give them to her and say, look, everybody who sends you anything will need to get a handwritten thank you note from you. And I think seniors what need to are, do it. <laughs> I hope you know this off the top of your head, but what are the three things on a thank you note? Um, well, number one, you need to be specific. Thank you for the check or right. thank you for the money. It will come in handy. If you get a hammock, thank you for the hammock. I can't wait to lay in it. Yeah. You know, it needs to be specific. Um, I don't remember. Pretty much it there. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think it's it's both of those. It, right. It's the it's the thank you for the gift, how you plan to use yeah. it. Yeah, how you plan to use it. How you plan to use it and then right. restating. Thank you yeah, so much. Right. Thank you, Murph. But, okay. <laughs> You know, the easiest thank you note I wrote when I graduated was one because they had given me a cross pen, one of my aunts. Uh, and I you wrote, wrote it the with note. the pen. And in fact, I'm writing with the pen right now. Oh, the I'm note sorry. wrote itself. Yeah. Oh. Yesterday, I did what I said I was going to do at least weekly, and that is go see my 90 year old papa and visit with him socially distanced on his front porch. Mm-hmm. So I called him on the way and said I was coming. And I know while I said, hey, I'm on the way. Is that okay with you? He says, yes, sugar, I'll I'll be out on the front porch when you get here. (laughs) And I could hear him getting up to walk out to his front porch. So you don't make him, you know what I mean? You say you're coming. You better be coming. That's what's up. (laughs) Well, he thinks it's now for sure. Sweet thing. Okay, so I I saw he had uh, the picture you posted. I saw he had the mask on his uh, knee. He has a mask ready. He is pandemic aware. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I pull up and I... I, I, it's really hard not to hug him. You know, it just is hard, hard to hug, not hug everybody. Yeah. But he had just checked his mail. That's one of the things. And he, he walks out to his mailbox. It takes him a little time because he's trying to not, he's he's having balance issues. Right. But he had, he was sitting in the rocking chair. He had the mask on his lap and a piece of mail. And I walk up, hey, and we start to visit. He goes, yeah. He says, sugar, I got, it looks like I got a thank you note here, but I can't see who it's from. And I look, it's the one that I mailed to him from Taylor that I made her, made her write to him. So guess what I got to do? I got to read that to him. And you've already read it. <laughs> you, got to, you got to read it again. Yeah. I know. But wait, how full circle is that? Yeah. That was beautiful. So totally I got to read circle. it to him and he was so smiley. And you know, I had asked on our Facebook page, what questions would you ask him? You know? Yeah. I didn't have to do any of that, y'all. He just, once I sat down and he knew I was there just to visit, Mm -hmm. you know, it just goes to show you he does need the social time. He just opened up. It pours out of him, I didn't have to lead him anywhere. He started talking about everything and he touched me so much, like... You're talking about how, how he thinks about all of us in the family. Every night before he goes to bed, he says, my mind really wanders to every single child and grandchild and family. Oh. And he got emotional when he said, and I pray for y'all. Oh. And that's who he is. You know, he's a retired pastor. Right, he said right. he prayed for all of us. Um, and then he started talking about my grandmother and when she died. And, and there's always a gym. You ready for this one? He said, he's while rocking, he said, I know I'm going to die. He says, I'm 90. I, I may be, it may be soon. He said, but I'm not going to spend the rest of my life worrying about it. Yay. Well, that's good. He's and amazing. By the time you get to 90, you, you know. Amazing. One would hope it would be that way. All right, later today, another Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast after the show, that would be. And um, who knows where we'll wind up going today after the show. Go back to the one about Sam describing whether he's lonely or he's just experiencing loneliness. Oh, yeah, that's that's always joy-filled. It was introspective. 
Yeah. All right. Um, you know, I heard early on when the corona stuff started that people were talking about handshakes. They're going to go away forever. That makes me and so I, and sad. And at the time, it was like, yeah, yeah, right. Let us get through this thing. But now I'm seeing more and more that handshakes could be a... Um, I don't we we got to come up away. with an alternative right, for a so handshake. Who is the source on this? Well, just, just a lot medical of health, experts. A lot of health experts. It's like in, in top in the USA Today today. It USA does today, make today. sense yeah. factually, okay? Because that's the number one defense you have is washing your hands a ton. Okay, that's still job one and it's going to be forever because yeah. you touch everything and then you accidentally touch your face and oh my God, what did you just put in your mouth? But... It makes sense. I mean, people who are germaphobes already had the handshake issue. Yeah. Did you see that new video out this week? I think it was done in Japan. They had 10 folks at a dinner party, and they put some kind of thing on one guy's Residue. hands, yeah. and he wiped his hands, and then they went, they let everybody serve themselves and do all that, and they turned the ultraviolet light oh, on. Oh, no. Stop it. It was everywhere. It was yeah. on people's faces, on their plates, and everything. It's true. Really? Yeah. Well, see, you know, this is the... If you're washing your hands, you're probably going to be okay. I can't imagine the handshake having to go away. Me either. I don't want because, it to. I mean, there is a basic human contact connection, and depending on how, and you know, I know that's a regional thing, but mm-hmm, you know, it's just like there's some people that love to hug, you know, mm-hmm. and so if you have to caution the handshakes, then what about people who are just getting into a relationship with each other? Oh, that's kissing, different. You know? I, okay, well, first of all, that, you're not going to ever stop that. Right. So, but nobody's other worried things about go that. Away. Nobody's worried about that. Uh, some of the alternatives are the wave. Yeah. Yeah. Blowing kisses? The foot shake. No. I've seen that one. It looks the like The foot tech- shake. Yeah, that's where you both put your feet out and tap I don't, feet. I don't know. Like it that. almost oh, looks okay. like you're about to start a TikTok when you do that one. Mm. The elbow bump and namaste. You know, you Ooh, pretend. Now, I could do namaste all yeah. the live long day. <laughs> that's kind of cool. We always invite you to connect with us on our Facebook page and Instagram and murphysamandjody.com. And boy, did we get some stuff here lately. I've got to share this with you. Um, Steven sent us a message because he had obviously just listened to yesterday's After the Show podcast. We also do a podcast every day of the whole show and then after the show, which is where we hang out longer and go a little deeper. And so yesterday, I was just talking about Taylor being class of 2020 and how this has been very difficult for her to be in whatever social isolation yeah. and at home because she number one is such a social butterfly it's her senior year she's dealing with a lot and but after like the 100th time of her begging me i just want to go hang out with my friends this is stupid that i finally said and we did this in the podcast that i kind of had to break out the big guns and i had to say to her look there are generations who of your age were called to war yeah you know, who had to go train and fight for their lives. You're asking to be to sit on your couch. You have video games. I had to sort of do that, and I hated to do that, <laughs> but I felt like I needed to say it. Yeah. And I did, and Stephen commented, Jody, happy to hear you brought the big guns with Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Many of my vet friends have been saying the same thing. We all started our military careers with a six to 12 week quarantine. Seeing adults having fits is one reason many of us believe that everyone spent at least two years in the military. Even when you don't realize it, military service gives you skills to cope with stuff like this. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say, I've enjoyed the show since I think 2005 or even earlier, but not not sure. Keep it up. And he sent us a picture of his of himself in his military graduating uniform. So thanks, Stephen. And thank you for that. Just to hear from a military person that that is actually a decent argument to make 
yeah, <laughs> with mean, the younger generation. Yeah. Well, or, or I mean, any generation, really, for that matter. Anybody. I mean, I say we're a spoiled country. And, yeah. you know, I, we I, are. So military is not just about discipline. I guess it is about being able to kind of like disconnect yourself. You still have passion for others and a, a passion for your country. But you know how to kind of just look at mm. things objectively, right? You need to strengthen Not get your, your mind. You yeah. need to strengthen your mind and self-regulate your thoughts. And, and you also learn how to stretch one sheet of toilet paper, too. Make it last thank a little you, longer. Sam. Especially thank right you, now. You know. And thank you, Stephen, for that. I uh, love hearing from you. Send us anything, anytime. MurphySamAndJody.com or to Facebook or Instagram. When I leave a tip for the housekeeping staff at the hotel, do I need to leave a note with it? No. Just leave it. They don't want your notes. I mean, you can. Feel free, Sam. Uh But two bucks on the pillow per night, unless it's, you know, way dirty and they had to work extra hard in your room, Mm -hmm. you might bump it up to five per night. Get the full summer tipping guide of anything you would encounter on vacation at murphysamandjody.com. Come join us for another episode of Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show, only on the podcast today. And of course, if you've missed anything this week, the, the podcast of all of our shows are there too. Um, so earlier this week, I also posted on our Facebook page um, I, the question, could you turn a beloved pet into a stuffed animal when they pass on? Would you? And I put apparently because it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And we did get um, a text message this week. It was a lady telling us her story of this dog they had for 10 years he died and, you know, they had his ashes or whatever. And then she found the next Christmas for her family, this company that you can send a picture of your beloved dog to them and they will send you back a stuffed animal that looks like your dog or Cute. cat. Yeah. Right. So I, and some of those look real. They did. They looked incredibly like, hauntingly real, like even the eyes. So they and it's uh, shelterpups.com new That's what I meant. Like, could you would you want to have a teddy bear-ish replica of a pet you love which is the way yeah. that replica is the better word if you say if you said turn into that's probably why that's why some people misunderstood are you, you kidding because yes it would be like sam to suggest that that would be a possibility <laughs> oh my gosh i'm so so i didn't mean turn into i meant yeah. i meant just have a stuffed animal that looked like a pet yeah. you loved and we got so i said it wrong and we got oh my god no oh that's yucky that's creepy how could you ever no way i think it would be difficult for me this is from angelica but i do want one of those tattoos with ashes incorporated into it for personal reasons i didn't know that was a thing either did uh so did you clarify this on our facebook page afterwards i yes i'm clarifying it on our facebook page but i do my favorite comment was from amy my brother-in-law does taxidermy. He has he <laughs> had, he's Uh-oh. had people ask him to do pets. He tells them no. He can do any animal, but draws the line at pets. That's, Thank goodness. That's good. That's yeah. actually good. I, I, right, I agree with that. I could not do that. That's that is that just is creepy. disgusting and gross, and the thought of it. So I'm sorry that yeah. I I didn't mean for you to think that I was asking you. Would you want that? I'm just saying, would you want a, a teddy bear yeah. that looks like your gotcha. sweet fluffy? I think the only thing creepier than that sort of taxidermy would be if it were done on humans. <laughs> that oh. would be creepy. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Love hearing from you. Give us a call anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. What's going on, Deanna? Good morning. I was calling to share some of my experience with 
essential oils. Okay. Uh, I know Jody said that she had burned uh, the uh, peppermint oil had burned her toe, <laughs> and anything that you do that's with a hot oil, mm-hmm. you need to put some like coconut oil or something like that over it. It'll take the burn out. I've gotten peppermint right. oil in my eye before. Ooh, ah, that's ouch. bad. Yeah, that that sounds horrible. Ooh. Yeah. I put it on my temple sometimes when I have a headache. Sure. Or right across the bridge of my nose if I'm really stuffy. Yeah. And I like the, the kind of tingling that it feels. Mm-hmm. Just make sure that you use a really good um, high-grade oil that's 100% oil. Right. And when you're taking your bath, if you put your oil in your Epsom salt first, mm-hmm. it la- the fragrance in your tub will last longer. Good to know. I had oh. lavender in that bath, and it was really hot, which is also my favorite way to bathe. And then I... Mm-hmm. I just put peppermint oil directly on my feet because I heard about that and I was going to rub my feet down and boy, it was just too much. I have a a technical question. You mentioned Epsom salts and and the peppermint oil. Are you doing like every bath you take that way or just when it's been a bad day and you need to relax? Well, I'm really super busy so I have a lot of those days Ah. when I need to relax. So two or three, maybe four times a week when I jump, when I take a bath, as hot as I can stand it. Me too. And whatever essential oils I use, I put the uh, essential oils into the Epsom salt and then scattered it in my tub. Ah, okay. But just remember, coconut oil and mm-hmm. peppermint you is a hot oil, so you would only use in very, very small quantities. Right. Um, not something that, like maybe just on your big toe, maybe one drop. And then if it's too warm, because mm-hmm. sometimes I'll use oregano, too, for different things. Mm. And oregano is a very hot oil. And if it gets to be too hot, I'll just take a little bit. Water makes any type of essential oil worse. Right. That's why you diffuse Didn't know it in that. water. Okay. When you're diffusing it yeah. into the air, right? So you said oregano, and Sam's thinking spaghetti now. I'm my pizza. He's like, he's thinking of food now. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes I go around and people are like, "Oh, I smell pizza." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Man, the men must love that, you. That's <laughs> the dudes must love you, baby girl. <laughs> All right, look, thank you for calling. We appreciate you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, have a great day. Join the conversation anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, thanks for calling, Kayla. Oh, thank you. What's up? Um, I heard you guys talking about the essential oils. And <laughs> yeah. my husband and I have big differences on what kind of smells we like. He like loves lavender and stuff, and I cannot stand lavender. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the sure. peppermint thing, I heard you talking about the peppermint oil. It was mm-hmm. because your pores were so open from the bath. Mm, yes, ah, You were preaching, sister. <laughs> I'm just saying, I use peppermint oil all the time, especially when I'm congested and stuff, and it really opens up your chest. Right. Or if you've got sore muscles. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, your pores, using it in the shower, I made that mistake when I was sick, and I got right out of the shower and tried to put some on my chest, mm-hmm. and I literally screamed to my husband, like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing, I'm okay. Right. <laughs> I did make a mistake, I guess, with it. So I believe, trust, I, I realize how strong this stuff is now. I have mad respect for it. If you use it when your pores are too open, it will burn like mm-hmm. the dickens, I tell you. The truth of the matter, but, yeah, Kayla, is like, this. I have a book... I bought a book years ago about essential oils, ways to use them, ways to make cleaners out of them, because I'm, I've am i always been intrigued the, from the first time I had one used on me, like in a massage. I was like, wow, this stuff is legit. I mean, <laughs> you know, and so I was interested. I bought the book, but what do I do as a typical American consumer? I just dabble without reading. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, my like, fault. I this. It's like whenever we get something to put together and we're like, I don't need the instructions. Yeah. No, Let me just think for myself. Not. But I don't need the instructions. Right. 
Yeah. But yeah, he likes lavender and stuff, and I'm like, oh, I can't stand lavender. Oh. I don't know what it is about it. It's sure. too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'll get like something like Hawaiian flower or something, and he's like, mm, that sounds nice. It mm. smells like a cheap luau in here. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Y'all are funny. Oh my gosh. Look, our girls love lemongrass, and it's too grassy. I like lemon, but I it's too much grass. <laughs> Like the wrong mixture. Like, let me spill their lemonade out on the lawn. You know what? Also, Kayla, this is proof your sense of smell is so important. It sends you back. Nothing sends you to a memory quicker than a scent. Mm. So we're very sensitive to it. Yeah, and everybody's got a different perception of each one, too. Thank you, Kayla. 877-310-4MSJ to jump in. You know, before we go any further this morning, this fine morning, I do, I do want to apologize to Sam for something that I did not mean to do to you early this morning. <laughs> oh, early yeah. this morning, and yeah. I owe you for this. This is a missed opportunity for me. Well, actually, okay, you can look at it that way, but I also look at it as karma. Well, I wasn't okay, here yet. Whenever it happened, I wasn't here. Right, so, so what Sam happened? arrives first and is the lone person in the building. I arrive second and then Murphy third, then producer Bailey. And so that's how it goes. And so for, I don't know how many times over the years, I forget, I'll forget my key card, which you have to have to get into this building. Yes. And um, so how many times have I had to call you? Hey, can um, you come yeah, let me in? A million. A lot. And yeah. then, you know, you don't want to do that to Sam in the morning. Okay, you just don't want to do that to him. You don't ask him to do anything out of his normal well, range. Sam's the only person that I know who answers on the phone in the morning with complete silence. Yeah. <laughs> Truth bomb, right there. Or the word what? So anyway, I get here. I know you're around because I see your laptop and stuff, but yeah. I'm minding my own, researching stuff. What's going to be three to know today? What's going to be how they You know, I'm just kind of working away, and I haven't seen you in a few minutes, but that's okay. We're not starting yet, and I, I do hear some banging. In the back of the building, and I'm thinking, I really even said out loud to myself, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Great. I heard some banging, but I, and I figured it must be you, but I thought yeah, maybe the, you were an engineer. The one time, I, I, my key card's in my wallet, which is always in my pocket. Well, I left the, walked out without my wallet. Yeah. So I couldn't get back in, and the first thing I thought was, great, here it goes. Now you Not get to hear ask the me. End of. So I decide, let me call Jody. Let me call Jody again. Let me try Jody a third time. Seven times. I have seven missed calls from Sam. Where was your phone? In my purse. I just was working and I didn't have it with uh-huh. me. <sighs> Whatever. Wow. Yeah. And so, anyway, about this, when, when Sam finally walks in and goes, Where's your phone? I said, Why, Dad? <laughs> It's like, because I tried to call you. <laughs> so anyway, I'm really sorry. So wait, how did uh, how did Sam get in? You finally went Oh, that's another door. story. The uh, front door, the glass doors that are always locked after hours, you yes. know, time locked, well, they pop right open. So we now have a security issue. Well, you know me, I won't let that stand for long, so. <laughs> yeah, better have your card be right tomorrow, because yeah. Murphy yeah. will be fixing that today. Ah, uh, Vegas. Vegas is open again. And officials are saying, you know, they've got all these policies in place. We were telling you earlier about, you know, the social distancing at the slot machines, the dice being, or the die being, um, yeah. whatever, antibacterial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's chips plexiglass too. between. And when you turn your chips back in, they get yeah. swipe or. They're not doing shows right now. It's oh. just like you can show up, you can eat at some restaurants. There are very few buffets rocking it. Rightly so. I'm surprised that any would be. 
Yeah. But they're saying also, I mean, like the quote was like, we expected people to be, you know, cautious. They're not being as cautious as we had hoped. Health hmm. officials are like a little bit worried because when you get to Vegas, especially if you've been there before, if it's a favorite place of yours, you want to act a fool yeah, like you no normally filters. act a fool. And what I mean by that is, I don't mean do something horrible. No, no, no. You just mean you, know, you cut loose. Vegas is the city where it's like, wow, no boundaries, no... Oh my gosh. The, one of the times, one of the times I went with a girlfriend, we had zero plans for the night. We ended up at this delicious restaurant eating steak and drinking martinis. And then the next thing we know, we're in the hotel bar. And the next thing I know, I'm on a roller coaster mm. on top of the New York, New York. That happened, and she wasn't going to ride it after eating steak. And well, I'm like, yeah, I don't she was care. Smart. <laughs> no, it was I fine. I know me. Yeah. Anyway, it was fine. So that's that's the point. Because you're in Vegas, it does not lend itself to the new, you know, COVID world. Right. And it's called across the country. It's just happening in Vegas a lot. It's called caution fatigue. I read this whole article on it. Oh, we are all oh, feeling tired of hearing it. Tired of wearing a face mask. Wow. Tired of social distancing. Isolation. You're over it, and you keep hearing about fewer and fewer cases. So you're getting bold, more bold. Yeah, it's you it's kind of weird though. That I mean, I understand the restlessness, but you would think after a number of weeks, some of it you would become used to. But you know, but I get what you're saying about caution. You know, the caution fatigue, fatigue part is probably not the wearing of the mask, but constantly worrying about what you're doing. Yeah. Am I touching this? Maybe Am I so. watching this? Am I, you know, right? If we develop any habits from this, please let it be more hand washing. Yes, more hand washing for everybody and Changes working from home. <laughs> oh, not for me. You know, you can listen on your schedule whenever you want to by downloading the podcast and listen to the whole show that way. And even after the show. The after the show podcast. Yeah. yeah. And it's free to download. Just go wherever you normally get podcasts or in the iTunes store mm-hmm. or Google Play. Now's a good time to join us. 877-310-4MSJ. We love to hear from you. And there's a lot of in, there's been a lot of talk about everybody staying home, but yeah. not everyone can. Yeah. Uh, Gina is an ER nurse. Have you seen a lot more lately? Are you seeing a lot of cases? We have had some serious cases, mm-hmm. but it's we are low on some supplies, but mm-hmm. it's we're not running out of things. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear it. I just, I mean, your truth is your truth. Mm-hmm. No matter what we're seeing in the media, every, I think every facility is different. Oh, yes. And, you know, we're not hit half as hard as like New York or anything like that. Sure. Um, they, they haven't been verified because, you know, mm-hmm. but it's people who have the symptoms and things like that. But mm-hmm. Are you taking extra, extra precautions right now or do you always do that? Uh, extra precautions. We wear a mask. We gown up. We, you know, head to toe mm-hmm. protection. Um, limit people going in. There's no visitors allowed right now right. at all in the hospital, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure is very hard for people. Yeah, you know, dealing with sicknesses and things. They don't have their families, but it's a precaution thing so that we're not spreading it. So that you know, contained as much as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that people need to realize the best thing you can do is stay home. Yeah. That's the number one this thing. Vacation. It's yeah. yeah. It's not vacation. It's not. Let's go hang out at Walmart or yeah. go hang out here or there. Yes, if you need something. Yes, if it's vital. But this isn't vacation. It's we're trying to quarantine it. We're trying to keep it flat in the curve, as they say. Yeah, yeah it's the opposite of vacation. Yeah, wait and out. It can be very scary. Yeah. I feel like after this is over and we come out of it, which we certainly will. 
But once we come out of it, I think, is the, and that's when people are going to realize, oh, I really should have stayed home. <laughs> Literally really stayed home. Yeah. Gina, and, do you have a new um, ritual when you go home? Do you like take off all of your stuff, especially shoes at the door now or? Yes. Huh. You know, I have older kids, so I don't have to worry about it as much. But I know some of the nurses that they change clothes before they ever leave work. Right. Seems smart. Yeah. Thank you for calling. Yes. Thank you for what you do. We appreciate you much. And call us anytime, Gina. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Got a long-awaited package uh, finally at the house. Flip and six. it wasn't the uh, world's brightest flashlight like I thought no, it was. No, it's the best thing you've ever ordered. My well, baby Yoda has arrived. Arrived, right. he has. Yeah, and this is and every time they sent me a letter, Cheatest thing ever. And I got I ordered it from Walmart when they first said yeah. they were pre-order. December third uh, is when I ordered it. Pre-COVID, and I, and I get it at the end Amazing. of May. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. By the did, way, Juan says very cool. The little one is on our Facebook uh, page because uh, uh. you posted it. Elena, where do I get one? I have to have one. I Walmart, ordered it from Walmart right? World, and then okay. six months later, lo and behold, <laughs> and yeah. Maureen says, "Cutie, is he for you or for someone else?" Well, a gift. See, <laughs> me, me, and Parker were kind of going around. Parker's the one who brought it to my attention back in December. Mm. So he wanted and it. at the time, it was going to be, oh, Christmas gift. We'll work this into a Christmas gift from Dad. <laughs> so you thought. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the powers that be put it off for a few months. So I think Parker kind of thought it was his. And I was like, yeah, you know, here, you can look at it and all that. And I was, right. we had an agreement. Don't take it out of the box. Oh, you want, you want it to be one of those big value things like, in the future. You know, just leave it. And in a few years, we can pay off college tuition, retirement, and everything. <laughs> Really? Yeah. So and? Weekend comes and goes. Kids go home. I'm in the room, uh, the game room, cleaning up, and I see the empty box, which means Parker has anyway. taken it out. Yeah. He took it out, and it was sitting over on the sofa. Oh, does it look like it's been touched? No, it's- Then put it back in the box. I, well, I had a discussion with Parker about this, and he goes, all you got to do is put it back in the box, and it's like- You can't really do that. It doesn't work that way. He goes, well, then I can put some twist highs on it, and nobody will know. I was like, nah, mm. it's over with, Parker. <laughs> Is it really? Play with, yeah, it's over with. I mean, I've I never had something that I was I would not take out of the box. The whole purpose for buying something for me would be to get it out of the box. Yeah. Usually that's what toys are for, yeah. Totally. I didn't think anybody would want to play with this thing. Mm, I would. I'd want to hold so it and I'm, keep, it. I'm keeping the box, though, just in case. You never know what's going to come out of nowhere. You know what? Even singer Rick Springfield kept a lot of his original Star Wars here in a box. I tried explaining this to Parker, but he didn't care. So, <laughs> And now instead of having a million-dollar toy, I've got a $24 toy. <laughs> it's really cute if yeah. you didn't see the picture I need picture to bring it in so you can take pictures. Please. Join us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Join the conversation. You can uh, jump in on Facebook and Instagram. And when we're not here or we're busy on the other line, you can always leave us a message. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Let's see what we have. Hi, guys. This is Bree. Um, I just wanted to call and say way to go on asking um, Taylor to write thank you notes for her graduation gifts. Mm-hmm. I think that is so awesome. Um, I am a quote unquote millennial and I was taught at a super young age to write thank you notes for gifts and, um, that sort of thing. So I have always done it. Um, and I still do it to this day. And even I, I've even transferred it to my professional life. So someone at work has gone above and beyond, uh, helping me with something or, you know, just aiding in a process. I write them a thank you note and I usually slide it under their door. 
um, and it is so appreciated, and I think it's such a wonderful thing. So way to go, you guys. Thank you, Bree. We appreciate you leaving that voice message. You are preaching to the preacher's wife. Um, (laughs) I am a fan of the handwritten thank you note. In fact, anyone listening, when you have a job interview, they say, Mm -hmm. when you go home, instead of calling 100 times or emailing, oh my God, what do you think? When you get... Send a personal handwritten thank you note. Thank you for your time. I'm interested. I hope to hear back from you or whatever. It does stand out. A handwritten thank you note. It just personalizes and nothing can compete with that. Yeah. What I when Bree said that she's a millennial, it made me think for a second that you know, different different labels mm-hmm. like that get an unfair rap because you mm-hmm. know every generation is really only as good as what the generation before teaches or encourages, right? So, so. you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she you was know, taught that by another generation. Yeah, I mean it's the same thing for us. If my yeah. mom and dad hadn't taught me that, I don't think I would necessarily yeah. do the same thing. Yeah, and, so. I, and I, I love having cardstock with my name on it. I just do. I know. I'm almost I've out always of loved mine. that. I'm almost out of mine. I've mind. never had cardstock with my name on it. Do you write? Th- you do write notes. I've got notes from you yeah, over the years. I've, I've always get just like generic notes. Cards. That's works too. I think yeah. it's so cheap and easy with so many places online doing it now. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, speaking I mean, in it, language, yeah. you were worth the effort. <laughs> <laughs> this was cheap and easy. Thank you, Bree. Eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ to join us. We'll have some more fun after the show today. Another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. Jody's probably going to do another Facebook Live later today, too. Oh, is that right? Let me put that on my (laughs) (laughs) phone. Yes, I will. I love connecting with you that way. Everything's so off and more people are at home. And so I I like doing that. Hey, how hard are those to do by, by yourself? Like if I wanted to do one from the patio, a lot of I got nothing else going on. I get asked that a lot, Sam. Um, I don't. I I find it very easy. Okay, me. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, you're an entertaining guy. You know, I mean, try it. See what happens. Yeah, and if if it goes bad, just say bye. (laughs) (laughs) That seems like connection. It's easy. I I find, Mm -hmm. but. You you, but know, you like to talk to people. You, yeah, I do. I love the connecting. It feels intimate to me. I'm going to be honest with you. It feels more intimate than what we're doing here. There's something about they're waving at you and saying hello and they're asking questions and it's just so in the moment mm-hmm. that I love it. You never know who's going to you know, be there or not. This is a good question because, you know, I mean, I think Sam is great. It's, the part, it's who you are. It depends on you've, you You've it. always been great in front of a crowd. Even if you the one-on-one thing is a little uncomfortable for you, yeah. in a crowd, you're great. However... If it's Facebook Live and the audience isn't there, is that going to be kind of a void feeling they for you? They will be you know there. I mean? If you're just seeing, if you're seeing that, the comments, you can work off of them. And that's what I fear, getting it started. You know, because I'm like, okay. And dip your toe in the water. Uh, uh, you start that just like anything, any other conversation. Start yeah. it with a, with a question. How about this weather, huh? Okay. Okay. How about this COVID-19, huh? What I would, if you decide to do it, I will help you, and then I'll walk away. I won't be a part of it if you don't you want. You can't do it at uh, my house. This is true. I'm not going to your house. You're right, Sam. <laughs> Look, I, so your new grocery rules I thought were great. and you've we've, Well, they're we're not mine. Getting, I know, but yeah. we're still getting comments on them. You did that Facebook Live last, last week. Last week. So yeah, the new rules of grocery shopping, and there's so many comments that you guys added during that Facebook Live. Sharon said, change your clothes immediately when you get home. I didn't think of that. Also this, don't take your purse into the store, just keys and payment. Gotcha. Good idea. That's a smart idea. I I, I broke that rule. Um, Leave shoes at the door when you get home. Wipe your steering wheel down and your handles when you get back in. Another um, comment, Lisa said, um, if you don't have to touch the basket at all, don't. If you're only getting a few things... Don't touch the basket, mm. which I did that. I wiped it down. I think I'm going to start using gloves, though, when I go into stores. 
You just want to wear them. Yeah. No, I just yeah. think it's a yeah. good idea. All right, anyway, thank you for connecting with us there, Facebook and Instagram. Jody, earlier you were telling us about the, the mouse run-in that you had at the house. We all did. The little bitty mouse that Phoebe tried to get for us because Murphy and I were standing on a ladder yeah. screaming. And it was funny because you were talking about using the broom to try to corral him or direct him somewhere. Yeah, Murph was. I, I see a lot of videos you know, on YouTube of people that broom seems to be the thing to go to to get him around. It becomes your extended arm. Uh, well, it's usually the thing you have the easiest access to in the house. Uh, you know? It happened to me when I was a teenager and you, know, you had your chores. One of mine was vacuuming the house. And we used to have one of those old vacuums that had the canister down here and then the hose. And then yes, you those the... are difficult, but yes, we had one too. And I was vacuuming in the kitchen and I moved the dog bowl out the way and Ugh. apparently, guess who was there? A couple of them. Two mice. Did you... and Two? Yeah. And then, you know, for me, reaction kicked in because I had this thing you in my hand. You didn't suck one up. No. Oh, I, God. I, but I did go, whack, whack. It was like whack-a-mole in real life. Yeah, you didn't get them. I got one, but the what? other guy got away. Yeah. I didn't want to hear that. I almost wish you hadn't gotten them. Yeah, me too. I was hoping it would be, and they got away. Oh! See, we, we, we didn't even see ours. We just heard while oh, no. Jody saw him. I, I saw him, I, and that's I, what's crazy is that, unfortunately, he was really cute. I, I mean, the little ears are precious, and the little tail. He was a little, fast so, mouse. Wait, nobody else saw him but you? I, right. He was really there, Sam, uh, okay. just because I was the only one uh-huh. fast enough to see him. Jody, you know, 877-310-4675. That's 4MSJ. is so versatile. Why? Oh, yeah, it's, it is. You can call. Uh-huh. You can text. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you can do with it? Oh, you can leave a voicemail. Yeah, exactly. Okay, jump in anytime. We'd love to hear from you. You can chat with the producers, too. 877-310-4MSJ. Two words that can end any argument and help any situation, apparently. I'll tell you what the two words are. You can't say those words here. Yeah, you can't say them. How about these? You've been, you're right. right. <laughs> that ends the argument. Yeah? Hey, no, 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 no. You're are, right. Those are two intelligent words those to use. Good. The other ones that you've used have ended three relationships. <laughs> yeah, not just an argument or a relationship. You're right. <laughs> you're right is good, but it's something else. Okay, but you're right is not a way to end an argument. No, it's That's not. That's just like whatever. Yeah, yeah in fact, is. that can leave somebody on the cliff. If you de- if, if if it's if the argument is truly not over and you're saying you're right, it's almost like the other person is kind of like, uh and they will continue. Yeah. I tell you what, you never say during an argument is calm down. <laughs> Boy, that's the truth. Oh my right. god, don't Two say more it words, to huh? any person. Yeah. Don't say calm down when they're upset. Okay wisdom right there okay no this is a mediation expert you want to guess murphy you're the management guru here how do you think a mediation expert does in an argument you know i mean i don't know yeah right (laughs) if they lose one that's a problem um if so sam said sam said you're right i would think that's one of them the other could be i'm sorry no that's no no that's a cop-out are you ready i'll tell you i'm not gonna make you wait anymore i'm not gonna wait you more it's tell me <clears throat> Apparently, this can help. It, it changes what is like a black and white situation to some sort of learning conversation. You know, somebody's having a problem and you say, tell me more about it. Tell oh, me how yeah. you're feeling. And it opens it up for you to understand the issue. It also works for kids when you pick them up from school. Well, it helps like, you- wait, tell me about your day instead of how was your day? Good, bad, nothing. It helps you understand, but also it's something that they use, the therapists use too, but just to get oh, you talking. Oh, you're talk- right. To get you talking. 
You're right. It's to show you that I'm interested in what you have to say. Right. Even if I'm not. Tell me tell about me it. Tell me about it. Tell me what is bothering you. Tell me, but how long is this going to take? <laughs> no. Anyway, they'll it's, open up and hopefully you can understand their side of it. As long as it's well, somebody else, as long as it's two-sided. Like yeah. they, you get to tell you're yours right. too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, empathy is really what that is. I guess so. I knew you'd have it. <laughs> Apparently, no, nothing unlocks a conversation better than "tell me." Sam, you didn't ruin your Murphy Sam and Jody shirt with that ink, the little blue. No, pink. the tied uh, stick pen thing got it out. Excellent. So I can um, wear it to the beach because we had some uh, questions about it, and mm-hmm. you can buy a Murphy Sam and Jody shirt. My favorite is the cap. Yeah, love that. Don't thing. forget the coffee mugs online. MurphySamAndJody.com. The merch you'll see it there on the homepage.